Hey, how's it going everybody? I'm Alex Anderson. Welcome into the first episode ever of the Three Fever podcast with Red River head coach Jeff Harper. Coach Harper back with us for another year. Um, different than what we've done in the past. We used to do film session, but you know we really have enjoyed so much just talking about football and the, the sport we love so much. We decided Let's make it a podcast. So let's go ahead and bring Coach in here. Coach, how's it going? I, I know you're busy today, but how, how are things going down there in Cushada? Oh, they're, they're going great, man. Uh, excited for another year talking a little ball, highlighting some uh, great high school football players, and uh, look forward to talking to uh, uh, Manny's biggest and baddest dude tonight. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, that's that's our guest today is Tackett Curtis, uh, Manny linebacker, one of the top recruits in the country. And, you know, uh, we normally we'll probably talk a little bit beforehand and get to our guests, but we don't want to make uh, Tackett wait too, too long. Sure. You know, we got one of the top recruits in the country. We need to get right to him. So um, let's let's bring in Tackett now. He, he's joining us via Zoom as well. And Tackett, I know you like just got out of practice. Uh, how are things yes, going down in Manny as you prepare for the season opener this Friday? Yes, sir. Everything's going good. We're we're excited for our first home opener. We can't wait. Well, we certainly can't wait to uh, to watch you guys on the field yet again as you hope to hope to get back to that state title. Um, uh, but I don't really want to ask too many you know football questions as we you know we interviewed you preseason and when you made your commitment and, and all that stuff, but. I did kind of want to start at that commitment, and at a personal level, you know, you've committed to USC. You you know what the future holds, at least somewhat. Uh, are you a little more relaxed now that you that you have that decision off your back? Yes, sir. Definitely. The uh, the last week, kind of going up to my commitment, was probably when I was like the most stressed. But through the process, I wasn't really stressed. So, uh, but yeah, now I'm really locked in on just Manny football and trying to win my last year, win state my last year. And with this being your last year, obviously the school that's meant so much to you, uh, so much to your family, and, and still will once you graduate. Have you had a, have you had that moment yet? Maybe walking around campus, or you're taking the practice field, and you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, I mean, th this is it. This is my last ride here." Yes, sir. I've definitely had that moment. I mean, I've been cherishing every moment this this last year. So yeah, I've been making the most of it while I'm while I'm still here in Manny. Absolutely. And, um, you know, your decision to go to USC, obviously you visited schools here, there, and everywhere. I mean, you, you know, you were looking at schools f far away from here. W was that something important to you to to kind of like blaze your own trail, so to speak, and maybe going further away from home? It, was, that, was that on your mind or was it really just about, you know, best fit or stuff like that? Yeah, I was really just looking for the best fit, wherever that was going to be. If it have would have been in-state, and I would have stayed in-state. But uh, I feel like the best fit was at USC, so that's where I want to go. Yeah, and I know a lot of fans in California are happy. My, my wife's actually from uh, Los Angeles. She grew up in Beverly Hills. So uh, if you need any, oh, really? any advice about the area, she's got you covered. I don't know anything about it, but uh, she took me there a couple <laughs> years ago, and it was a good time. So um, that, that's exciting, man. Maybe, we'll can, maybe we can come up and, and, uh, and get a game there. Um, Coach, you, you got anything you'd like to ask to tack it before we continue? Well, I'm excited for him. I think the uh, the USC decision was a good one. I I, I do think that um, they are a program that is about to be uh, uh, rebuilt very quickly, and I, I think they got one of the sharpest uh, young head coaches in college football um, there, and they're going to get the recruits and all that. Uh, Tackett, what is the one game that you are most excited about, other than Red River Week 9 at Red River? <laughs> what is the one game that you are looking forward to the most on your schedule this year? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm really, I mean, I'm really excited for all of them. I don't want to just name one. I mean, everybody's excited for the Newman game. I think that's the game that kind of got the most hype. Uh, them. Everybody's like, hey, how can I get a ticket to the Newman game? Everybody wants to go to that one. But uh, there's about three or four games I'm really excited about. So they're all up there on my, on my board. Well, the one the one thing that, uh, you know, being in 2A, being in, the, in this district that we're in, there's a lot of uh, D1 talent in, in a lot of it there is at Manny. And uh, the one thing I think that, ha- that has happened just, just since I've been here at Red River is uh, – you guys are always in the conversation as you know top you know 2a but they always put private schools ahead of you uh do you do you just look forward to the challenge of all right now we're going to put this thing to rest you know we've heard it's newman this that and all these other schools now you get to come to our backyard you're gonna play us you've got to look forward to shutting some people up on this deal Yes, sir. Everybody loves the big games. That's why I'm so excited about it because, I mean, the pressure's on. I mean, who's going to be better? Is it public or private? So the pressure's on us, and we got to show everybody. That's why I'm just so excited about it. That's that's the kind of stuff that you live for. That's the reason you play football for us. So yeah. I can't wait. And, you know, it's so, interesting. Obviously, when you think about that game, Tackett, we all know who's on the other side under center. Obviously, it's Arch Manning. And it, kind of similar to you in terms yes, of uh, the, the interest um, in, in the recruiting circuit. I, I know, obviously, the, the answer is, you know, you're, you're focused on the team and you're focused on the team's success. But is there not just a, a little bit of you that, that is looking over at this, this mega star on the other side? And, and that's got to be some sort of motivation to, man, look, I really want to play well against this guy. I want to show this guy what I do and what we do down here in Manny. For sure. I mean, we're on the biggest stage, so nobody wants to play bad when everybody's watching. So, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for it. I mean, it's everybody's going to be watching. So, of course, yeah, I want to do good. I want to play the best I ever have played. So I'm excited. Well, we're excited to see it. I'm, that's got Game of the Week written all over it. But I promised we wouldn't talk all football, so let's talk about you, about Tackett. Uh, what is a normal day uh, in the life of a Manny football player like? Uh, what are you doing from the, from the moment you get up to, to the moment you, uh, you finally get home and relax? Um, I'm pretty boring, to be honest. I mean, I just wake <laughs> up, eat breakfast, go to school, practice, come home, and then sleep and do it all again. That's pretty much <laughs> all I do. Yeah, I'm sure that takes up a lot of your time. Um, you, you know, your your family uh, obviously so big in the football culture in Manny, and um, I was wondering personally, what are the what are the Thanksgiving dinners like in the Curtis household? I mean, do you got to like wrestle for the turkey or something? We got competition going on down there. Yes, sir. That's that's uh, that's prime time football on Thanksgiving. So <laughs> that's pretty much that we talk about at Thanksgiving is football, football, football. That's playoff time. That's that's uh that's that's definitely a good time. But yeah, yeah, we we love that stuff. Then um, I'm assuming that a- a- as of now, you're probably the MVP in the uh, Curtis Football League. I'm guessing here. Yes, sir. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something tells me Jess would uh, would say something different. And uh, you know about about Coach Curtis. Um, <laughs> what's it like? You know, uh, working so closely with a, with a member of your family. Obviously, he's your head coach, and and I, this is something Coach Harper knows as well with his son on the team. Well, I guess I would ask both of you. Uh, what's it like with that environment um, or that scenario with someone that obviously you see all the time, you care deeply about, but you know you've got a job along with you know. 70, 80 other people to get done? 
I think it's awesome being able to play with your family and, and be coached by your family. Uh, my dad's the principal, and then my uncle, he's the head coach. And so being with them every day, it's pretty awesome to be able to see them and be around them all the time. If I ever need anything, I could just go talk to them. But uh, it was always a dream. I always wanted to play for my uncle growing up as a kid. I never thought I was. And then we moved to Manny. And, uh, yeah, I, I, we did it. And so it's been awesome. We're just trying to go out on top and win another one for my last year. I feel that. And Coach Harper, I would ask you, you know, with your son Eli on the team, a much different perspective than, than, than what Tackett uh, has. You, you know, it's your son, uh, you know, is it, is it, do, you, do you try to find a balance where I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get on them too hard or I also don't want the other guys to think I'm showing favoritism here? Well, it's, it's been a blast coaching Eli. He's, uh, he's, a football, he's a football junkie. He, he loves it. He loves talking ball. He loves talking details. He's into the things that coaches are into, uh, and so I've really enjoyed um, getting to talk strategy and game planning and all that. Uh, but Eli, uh, the expectations are high for him uh, since he comes home with Dad every day and we talk and watch film together. Um, he doesn't get away with anything. So if his stance is wrong, if his steps are wrong, if his landmark for his route break is wrong, um, I light into him harder than anybody else. He is not given a free pass. Uh, at any point in time, if his blocking stinks, if his technique stinks, if he's not going full speed, if he's not blocking, you know, away from the ball or running hard away from the ball, uh, he's going to get it just like uh, we would coach any other kid. There is absolutely no favoritism um, when it comes to those kind of things. Because at the end of the day, your players look at you and be like, well, you're going to let your kid get away with it. And he's doing this. And uh, it just, you know, a lot of times it can it can uh, rub your 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 players the wrong way that, you know, somebody's getting away with things that they don't get away with. So um, he, he is going to put in the work. He's going to do everything that we ask everybody else to do. And he's one of the first ones I'll point out if they've done something wrong. So um, it, you know, this is our last ride. We're enjoying it. Uh, and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try to take in every moment uh, that I get, you know, uh, on Friday nights with him on the sidelines with me. Absolutely. And, you know, something both you guys touched on, you know, family, football, it, it, it's kind of all intertwined. I, I'm sure you guys feel that all of your teammates or players, coaches are, are all family. And, and, you know, there's a lot of times I watch all of you guys from afar. I, I feel I, I kind of feel that way, too. And we're, you know, talking about your accomplishments or our defeats or anything. It's, you know, we're all there together in this sport that has brought us all together. And it's really a beautiful thing. Um, Tackett, we're going to let you go. Um, I, like you said, I mean, you don't. You made it sound like you weren't as busy as you are, but I know you got a lot of stuff going on, man. Um, just want to say thanks for, for for dedicating your time for to us being our first guest on our first podcast. Um, we'll we'll have you back on when when we uh, are a little more seasoned in the podcast game. How's that sound? Yes, sir. It's been a blast. I appreciate y'all. Good All luck right. this week, brother. You're the man. Yes, sir. Y'all too. Good, take care. Good luck yes, this sir. Friday, man. We'll talk to you a little later. All yes, right, sir. So. We'll see. You. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll attack it, hang up here, and coach. We'll we'll continue. Um, normally, we'll probably do it uh, reverse. We'll, we'll we'll talk. You know, we'll have our discussion, and then we'll bring in a guest. But um, we didn't want to keep Tackett waiting too long. He was uh, he was uh, more prompt than than both of us. So uh, imagine that, right? The uh, the uh, college athlete's going to be a little more uh, on time than the <laughs> than the adults. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, a lot to talk about. You know, it's week one in Louisiana. It's week two in Texas and Arkansas. It's kind of the first real week of our show, first real week for you guys. Um, I guess we'll start with you guys. Um, how are we feeling? You know, uh, it's, it's, it's our rivalry week right here. It's Houghton and Red River. 
Well, we we're excited. Um, you know, last year we uh, didn't get a fall camp. Um, you know, we, we sent home two thirds of our roster the first day of school because of contact tracing and COVID. Um, and so losing that time was, was tough. Taking over the first day of August as head coach, uh, trying to pick up um, the pieces was, was tough, but uh, you know, we, we, we did really well, and then we go and play uh, Halton and lose there late in the ball game. And so this game is kind of encircled on our on our on our schedule. Once we uh, you know got the opportunity to get the, uh, the schedule done, and um, you know we we feel we feel good about our opportunities uh, to to be competitive. Um, you know, they th- this game is a game for us. It's powerpoints. Um, it really prepares us for what it would look like to make a run in two A. Because uh, these are the type teams you're going to play um, late in the season, so you know our goal is to you know punch our ticket quarterfinals and, and better, um, and, and start making that a yearly, uh, annual thing. Like we we want to be playing when it's Thanksgiving time. So um, you know Halton is is the first one up, and, and we're we're uh, we're excited about it. All those kids that we started last year on defense that were young, they're they're all back. So we have uh, you know eight starters back on defense. We have about 15 that, that logged significant uh, reps last year. Um, and then we've got, you know, four ter- four returners on offense. Um, so we we uh, we want to go be competitive. We want to learn some things and try to get better, work some things out in a, in a big PowerPoint game for us. Uh, and, then, you know, then we'll turn around week two and uh, we'll get some a uh, little bit more time to, uh, to, to prepare uh, for Parkway when they come down to us, um, you know, the 9th of September, week two. All right, so obviously I have to deal with Coy, um, Coy Brotherton, with the with the Parkway hat, and they beat hot, and I got to put the hat on. Are we gonna are we gonna get me a Red River hat if if, uh, if that goes down? Alex, yeah, Alex, you 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 know that anytime you ask for any swag, I will hook you up. So, yeah. well, I I do need a Red River hat because I'll tell you, I, we went to uh, the wife and I went to Surge Entertainment, you know, Drew Brees' spot over in Bozier. I was wearing the Gunslinger cap. And um, I was doing the uh, trying to throw the ball at the uh, at the clowns there. <laughs> I, I I was not a good advertiser for Gunslinger with my energy. Oh uh, yeah, so you weren't repping the brand there. It's okay, man. It's all right. That's what Gunslinger I told you. Gunslinger is relative to who, who has the ball, bro. I mean, that's the way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any of the uh, Dak hip thing either, so I <laughs> I, I spared. Thank you. I uh, still I'm reminded of that all the time about your uh, feedback there. It's so fun. Um, so yeah. look, you know, I guess we'll go through some some districts quickly before we wrap this thing up. Uh, give fans a little bit of uh, maybe some stuff to watch for as we as we do kick off the year. Um, we can start in five A because you're going to get firsthand experience against Houghton. Um, I think for me, obviously, the team to beat in one five A would be Bird. Um, who do you see kind of as the the front runner in that district? Oh, I, I definitely have Bird there. Um, I, I have Bird at the top of the list. Uh, you know, before the Jamboree, um, I would probably have Benton up there, top top two, um, top two or three. Just depends on um, you know how some things shake out personnel wise for them, because they've got Gray, they've got Pierce, uh, and, and they've got uh, they've got weapons everywhere. And Reynolds, you know, he, he's. He knows how to coach, and so uh, him and Terrence Smith, his OC, have done a really good job developing those guys. So they'd be up there. Shreve is going to be really good, and of course Parkway. So I, I would say you have a four-team race there. Um, and but the team that I would watch out for uh, would be Airline. Yep. Uh, Justin Scoggin is new head coach, and, and um, they looked really good in their jamboree. 
Uh, he's got a really good coaching staff. We, we had three uh, seven-on-seven workouts with them um, in, uh, in July, and, uh, and they, were, they were really, really good. So, um, you know, I would not be surprised at the end if, if they're not in the mix too. Um, so I, I think, you know, any of those four teams – um, should be there, you know, definitely Bird. Um, you definitely have to have them in the conversation is probably the top on my list just because of what they do and um, and, and the fact that, it, you know, it, it, it travels every week. I mean, they're going to run the ball. They're going to play good defense. Uh, they're going to be good on special teams. And so um, I'd say Bird, uh, you know, Parkway, Shreve, uh, Benton, Airline, something, something to that effect. I mean, of course, you know, um, in any in any given day in one five a, um, any of those teams could beat each other. So it's a little too early to tell what it's going to look like. But um, yeah. once the season gets going, we'll have a better idea. Well, we've seen that year in and year out with this district. We always think we know who's going to win, and then there's always that mystery team that kind of just shows up and knocks off the front runner, shares the district crown. You know, Parkway beating Shreve last year in the playoffs. Um, so, and, and I do. Totally agree. I was going to say airline, but before you did, because you know, I was at. I told Daniel when uh, when we did we did our countdown stories. I, I shot the airline story, and there was just a, a very. Um, they just they just looked good. Uh, very confident. Um, Coach Scoggin obviously has a good a good grip on, on the on the way things run over there. So that's an exciting team to watch. And, and just so we're mentioning Bird, our game of the week is Pleasant Grove and Bird. Could we break the record for the fastest game of all time with the way these two teams run the football? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if they don't run out of bounds, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, you know, you got two ground and pound teams, and uh, I do think Bird's going to surprise people with uh, uh, some more, um, you know, pass game just because they've got some, they've got a couple, you know, good looking receivers, and and uh, and of course Lambert can throw it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be. You just never know. I told Daniel, no excuses for uh, getting the highlights in on time in this game. I know it's going to be fast, so uh, we're not going to be waiting around for this one. So that's exciting. We go to 4A, 1-4A. It's unique, man. I mean, we've got a lot of Bozier's in the mix now. Uh, you know Evangel's going to be better. They're improving. Minden is, you know, they're dangerous. North DeSoto, how they finish the year. they got a freshman quarterback that's looking really good right now. And then towards the top, you got Huntington and you got Northwood. I mean, it's kind of like 1-5A now, the way this district is shaping up. To me, I I look at Northwood with all the talent they have, and Mason Welch, our Griffins Player of the Week, leading the charge there. Uh, What do you see in 1-4A? Well, I'm glad that uh, we're not playing any of them. Uh, (laughs) We we played Bozier in the uh, fall scrimmage, and they've got some speed. Um, You know, I think that they've got some athletes that can be very competitive in that district. Uh, You know, Northwood and in North Dakota, Huntington, those those three teams are all really really good. And so, um, you know, I think defense and the ability to run the ball a little bit and uh, playmakers, um, you know, those and experience, of course, all come into it. But uh, you know, it's hard to tell just from what I've seen on film with Northwood. I mean, North Dakota, they look really good. Uh, the Delafield kid um, runs that system well, uh, and so I think that they are. Um, they're really good on defense. I think they got some pieces back this year um, that they were missing last year. I think um, they were missing one of their guys that's a, a, either safety or linebacker or something. And so um, they looked different on film um, than, than what I thought 
you know, just before I, you know, knew anything about their personnel, just watching Halton, um, they they look really good. So uh, I got to see some some of the some of the uh, the, the play uh, of the Northwood. Um, you know, Shreve and and Shreve looked really good in that game, and so it's really hard to tell where's Northwood in that because uh, they they did they did some good things too. So, um, you know, I, I haven't seen anything on Minden. I, I, I know that they're always going to have athletes. I know that what they're trying to do offensively this year is different. Um, a little bit of a flex bone type look, uh, and that's usually tough to adjust to. So, uh, I don't know how this thing breaks down. I don't think anybody does. We could all speculate, but those those three teams at the top. Um, Huntington, uh, North Dakota, uh, Northwood, you know, they'll be, be fun to watch how that thing shakes out. Yeah, for sure. You know, in Northwood's defense, they gave up 10 points a game last year. They got pretty much all their big pieces back from there. So that's, I mean, that's just so valuable, particularly later in the year, obviously, when it, when it gets a little tougher to move the ball. And, and I mean, you talk about two quarterbacks in this league. If it, yeah, it, it helps that they're also very skilled. But you look at Cam Evans and Mason Welch. I mean, it's harder to find. It's hard to find two guys that are just better dudes than those two. So they're going to be a yeah. lot of fun to watch. Absolutely, and both of them put in a lot of work over their career, and they're you know they're wanting that hard work to pay off. And every time you turn you know the TV on after a weekend of football, uh, they're in the conversation for top plays, and their team's done something uh, you know great every week. So uh, I, I look forward to watching these guys play out their their last ride their senior year and go out in style so that will be some fireworks just between those two in that district for sure yeah and they're bringing them back together now huntington's no longer in that monroe deal so that helps and we'll, we'll be able to see them play so that'll be great um we go to 13a but it's really fast because the only local team in 13a is north webster so i think the knights will be very good coach <laughs> I don't know what who else is in their district. I, I mean, uh, they're not playing against Union, are they? Um. Wow. You know what? You just stumped me. I'm gonna. This is live TV. Well, I guess it's not live TV. It's a podcast. So we're gonna look it up. We're gonna we're gonna go on this podcast journey together, and we're gonna Google while we talk. Let's see. North Webster schedule. But yeah, there. Um. Daniel redid all the districts. We got our sheet right here. North Webster is the only team locally. In that 1-3-A. So we have, yeah, they are in the district with Union, Richwood, Wassman, Carroll. So, yeah, they are in that Monroe district. Bastrop in there, too. Is, so is Sterlington in that district, too? Sorry? Is Sterlington in that district, yes, too? Yes, they are. That's the worst thing that could have happened to <laughs> Northwestern. Uh, sorry, Coach Ware. But <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that is, uh, that's tough, but... Uh, you know, I have uh, a couple coaching buddies that have seen film on them, and um, they they look pretty good from what I've been told. So, um, you know, here's the deal with those kids up there: they're all tough. Uh, they're all country kids that, uh, that 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 play for the love of the game, and they've been playing for uh, you know a long time with some good coaches. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go in there and make some noise right away. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and we certainly hope to. We, we, we love those guys up in Spring Hill. It's hard. I, I always feel bad. It's tough to get out there to them because they really are quite far away from us, but, but we do love every chance we got, and we will have them this weekend as they are at Haynesville. So that'll be a great a great kind of test for, for both teams. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll stay out of your district. I mean, obviously, you're going to want to pick yourself, I mean, right, to win. Now, um, here's the deal. Like, you go ahead, you throw that out there. I'll go ahead and tell you, Manny is the – king of the district until right. they are dethroned and they are back they're loaded um 
you know, our district is different this year. Uh, adding Jay Hodge, who lost in the semis last year to meet. Um, and then you lose Menard and you lose Bucky, uh, who went up 3A. You lose a Boyles, um, uh, which is great for Trout. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that, that Avoyles trip was brutal. Um, right. We liked the outcome of the game, but the, the, tr- the travel there is brutal. Uh, but, you know, you, you add uh, Jay Hodge, you add Mansfield. So, um, you know, it's a it's a good district. We still have Lakeview, who's one of our rivals. and uh, We have Winfield. And, um, and of course, you know, you got the uh, Mansfield Wolverines there for us. We have them week 10. So, um, uh, but I, I think that that district will be very competitive. Um, but I do think that Manny is hands down the best team, uh, the most experienced uh, and I feel like, you know, they walk around and, and they believe they have something to prove. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think they have anything <laughs> to prove. They've been to three straight championship games. I know that they lost one last year uh, in a heartbreaker to a meet. But uh, at the end of the day, they, they are the uh, they're the best team in our district. And then everybody else is fighting, um, you know, to who can be in the conversation. Well, you know that's why we like to. That's why we love to have you on, Coach. You, you, you tell it like it is, and um, that, that's that's the way it is. And that, that's why we. Uh, that's why we've wanted to work with you for all these years, man. Um, one one two A is that's interesting as well. It's changed. Calvary, Darbon Woods, Green Oaks, North Caddo, um, Lakeside in there as well. I, I, I mean, it's tough to go against Calvary, but you know, North Caddo, they've got a squad too. Oh yeah. Uh, they're they're going to be really good, uh, and, and you're, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them, um, you know, compete in all of these big out of district games that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have Neville on their schedule, and they they've got uh, Bozier, I think, week one. And so, uh, you know, Reagan Smith's a buddy of mine, and, and we talk um, quite a bit. And, uh, and you know, he, he's confident. And this is one of the better teams that he's coached, and he's got I think four state championships as a coordinator. Um, so, you know, when he says that kind of stuff, it, he's not lying. He's not somebody who's going to lie or embellish about how good a team is going to be. Um, I think that it's in those, in that conversation, you've got um, Calvary, you have uh, North Caddo, and then don't be surprised if you, you hear and see uh, those, those Loyola Flyers in there too. So um, Coach Green does a good job with those dudes, and um, they are well coached. Um, and they, you know, we played them last year week nine, and, our guys, uh, you know, didn't really listen to me when I told them, you know, if the game's close in the fourth quarter, they're not going to make the big mistake. Uh, and they'll beat you if it's close, and they find ways to win. And so um, don't be surprised uh, when the Baptist and Catholics play each other, if that's not uh, you know, for the uh, tops of that, that district because they are so well coached. And, uh, you know, my boy Cooper DeFat is going to be spending it for him this year. Played linebacker and running back last year. Now he's got the ball in his hands. And yep. so it's something he's been dreaming of since he was in the fifth grade. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hosting them here week four for homecoming. Uh, actually, they moved homecoming to week six. It was homecoming originally, but uh, we have them week week four, and um, and you know we'll we're going to get a good test from them too. So that is, the, I would say those three teams are the, the three in that district that I know of that are going to be. Really, really good. And I, I, I glossed over Loyola here. I didn't mean to omit them, but that was one of my favorite preseason stories. You, you mentioned Cooper DeFata leads the team in tackles in linebacker, and he was telling us that he he was just you know behind Jacob Lafitte, obviously a very great quarterback for Loyola. He knew he wasn't going to get in unless a disaster happened, and he went to Coach Green and said, "Coach, I just want to play wherever you want me to go. I'll go." And he goes to linebacker, leads the team in tackles, and now, like you said, he's dream dreamed of 
being the starting quarterback for Loyola, he's telling me now he is begging every day to play defense as well because he had so much fun doing that. So, I mean, that is just – that's quite the story. Well, you know, when you go to being the trigger man, I mean, uh, you can't be out there going and, and hitting people on every play uh, unless you're Tackett Curtis. And so, right. uh, you know, um, and, and Coop, I mean, if you've seen Coop, he's probably 5'9", 5'10", 190 pounds. He's yoked up. And so if anybody could do it on that roster, it's definitely him. But um, it, that's, the, that's one of the things that's tough when you've got the numbers and you've got the talent like Loyola's going to have. Um, you, you definitely don't want your quarterback having to play Mike linebacker unless it's to win a ball game. And so don't be surprised if he does it uh, and, and he doesn't just run out there uh, and get in the ball game. That's the type of kid he is. Yeah, and, and, and you know, just for clarity's sake, Tackett is a linebacker who plays quarterback. Cooper, quarterback who played linebacker. So a little different. Um, I think Cooper would argue with you on that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, a yeah, he probably player would. Who can play quarterbacks. You, you know, it also another thing that I totally forgot. But Cooper's dad actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago. You know, uh, remember? Gosh, it was a few years ago, almost three years ago now, when I came out to Gunslinger and, and did some some mock interviews for the for the kids there. He was there. Yeah, he was there. He uh, looks a little different. He's grown up a bit. So uh, that was yes, um, he has. That was so cool to see, man. It's just so great. It kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. The the family that that kind of builds in this football community. It's just it's stuff like that's special. Um, yeah. Let's finish up. We'll we'll just go to one A in general in our area because I think it really for our area comes down to three teams. We got Haynesville, Logansport, the defending champion Homer Pelicans. How in the world does this thing shake out? Well, uh, you know, that's a good question. We have Logan for week five. So, um, you know, uh, Kevin does a great job with those guys. and uh, Coach Casey there at Homer, um, you know, he's turned that thing uh, into a championship program. And he's done it real quickly. And, and he's got a lot of talent. And then, uh, you know, of course, um, Hainesville is painful. So you just never know. Um uh, what you're going to get when you play one of those three teams because they're all really good. They're all really talented. Um, they're all well coached. Uh, and so, you, you, you know, I, I think I'm going to enjoy seeing how that thing ends, uh, how that district plays out because of the amount of, uh, you know, co- really good coaching and talent that's there. I will tell you, we, we uh, got some seven on seven work with Logansport uh, in July, too. And, um, and they're, they're really, really good. Um, and their quarterback looks good, and they've got some receivers. And um, you know, Kevin's got that thing rolling. Got new white lids and new turf, and yep. lots of lots of excitement. And you know, they're they're wanting to go back to the dome again. They feel like they've got a team that can do it. And so, uh, you know, anytime you have that type of hype and that excitement, and you taste it, and you were close, um, you know, uh, and you've got a really good group coming back. There's no telling what can happen. And so. Um, I promise you this much: those the, that Logansport Homer game is going to be legit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we are excited, and and it's funny, you know. Obviously, Logansport and Haynesville, we've seen we they had that classic years ago in the Superdome, and they're kind of for years have been the two teams that we focus on. And it's interesting when you go out and interview now with Homer winning that state title. Uh, you know, Haynesville, obviously Homer's big rival. You know, David Franklin, uh, head coach there, we, we talk about all the time here in the station, coach speak, and, and you know, you, you're guilty of it too. You all are. It's one day at a time, and, you know, it's all that stuff. And, look, Coach Franklin, master at the coach speak, all right? He's going to, you know, he's got a set thing, and that's what he's going to say. 
This year was a little different. He was, you know, you know, we don't, we don't want that other team over there winning the state championship. We don't like that. <laughs> and uh, that was very unique to, to hear from him. So I tell you, 1A in this area is unbelievable. You're, it's going to be, this is, I mean, this is the best place to see 1A football in the state of Louisiana. Uh, no question. And, you know, Haynesville Homer are so close to each other. Uh, it, you know, that's, that's the unique part of it, too. So, um, yeah, those, those two teams, the history there, it's going to be really exciting to watch. Yeah, it is. All right, well, Coach, I think we've, uh, I think we've used up all the time. And then a little extra, obviously, we wanted to talk with Tackett as much as we could. So great to uh, have him on. And not a bad first guest for us, one of the top recruits in the country, to kick things off for us, Coach. I'm proud of us. Absolutely. Anytime I get to share the screen with somebody from Manny, I should be honored. So especially somebody as good as Tackett Curtis is one of the best kids uh, that you will run into. Definitely, um, definitely deserving of all the uh, accolades that he has. He is a hard worker, very humble, um, and he deserves everything that he's getting. And at the same time, uh, I do I do want to see him do really well. I just hope that week nine we can give him a game. <laughs> well, uh, of, as you should, Coach, as you should. All right, man, um, we're going to get out of here. You can listen to us uh, anywhere you get podcasts. We'll be doing this once a week. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll change up, obviously, what we talk about. We wanted to do a little preseason here. But we'll look back at some big games next week. We'll look forward at some big games ahead. We'll have more guests, and we'll have a lot of fun. So big thanks to Coach Harper, and thanks to you for tuning in to the first episode of the Three Fever Podcast. We'll see you next week.